Piping Show. This podcast is your ultimate guide to holistic health and wellness. Our team of best lifers share their stories. Wait, wait, wait. What is this best lifing? We transform your life from ordinary to extraordinary and help you live your dreams. So now, let's start best lifing. Hello and welcome back to another episode of Best Lifing with Be Unique. Today we're going to be talking about how Best Lifing can help you achieve the confidence to reach your goals. Today I have our wonderful yoga guru, Emily Saunders, here again with us today. Hi, Emily. Hi, how are you? I'm so glad to be back. It's so great to have you. I'm doing well as well. So for those of you who have been tuning into our show, thank you so much and we hope you're enjoying it. Um, And if you're just joining us, we'll give you a brief introduction and a bit of our background just before we get started into the content. So my name is Julia Brodska, as I said, and I wrote a book called Best Lifing, and it's designed to help people overcome limiting beliefs and truly live their dreams by creating fulfillment in what we call the seven areas of life. And that's really why we decided to do these podcasts because there's so many different topics that we can cover on and everybody's different and experiences different things. So that's kind of where this idea even came from in the beginning. And Emily, do you want to tell us a quick intro about yourself? So my name is Emily. As Julia said, I'm the yoga guru at Best Lifing. I have the honor of being able to teach people a little bit about my yoga knowledge, a little bit about mindfulness, and just, you know, help them create that zen. So more recently, I started working full-time for Best Lifing, and I love it. The organization as a whole just really brings a positive vibe to everyone's lives. You know, we really help people to overcome their obstacles. You know, in general, we're a holistic health and wellness company, so we really you know, put in a lot of effort to make our clients happy and just make them overall feel better about the life that they're living. That's so true. And we love having you full time here. Oh, thanks. No, thank you. (laughs) (laughs) Um, But actually, Emily and I have been in the works of organizing a super cool event uh, that we're launching for the very first time, not this Saturday, but the one after. So it's actually called our Best Lifing Self-Love Sessions. And we're going to do a whole bunch of fun stuff there. We've got Emily doing some yoga. We've got Monty, if you've met him on our show before. He's going to be doing a bit of training for us. And then apart from that, we're going to have a bit of a mindset, mastery workshop. We're also going to have some journaling, meditation, gratitude. Um, Lunch will be provided. It's from 11 to 5, and it's going to be a really exciting day. So if you're in Miami Beach, you should swing by for sure. Tickets are available only on Meetup at the moment, but we'll be launching them the week prior. And the whole point of this is really just to get people full of love for themselves, fill up their cups, and really realize that uh, they do actually internally already hold the confidence that they need to achieve their goals, and we're just going to help bring that out in people. So that brings us on to our topic for today. Emily, you want to tell us the title, drumroll? Yes! <laughs> so today we're going to be discussing how best lifing can give you the confidence to achieve your goals. You know, essentially confidence is your belief in yourself, right? You know, convincing yourself that you have the ability to like meet life's challenges and to succeed and just 
you know, be confident in your capabilities, right? So you yeah, need to sure. feel secure in that knowledge, so confidence. Yeah, you're absolutely right. I couldn't agree more. And I know there's definitely been a time where I haven't always been confident. I used to be petrified when I was in a room of people who I perceived to be smarter than me. Uh, particularly, I thought you know that they would judge me or that I didn't have any value to add to the conversation. Um, and I guess one piece of growth and one thing that I've learned in life myself is that there's really nothing wrong with saying, hey, I really don't understand that, can you explain it to me? And it does take a little bit of vulnerability and it, you know, maybe people might um, judge you for that, but people are going to think something of you regardless and you can't really control what they think. So I wouldn't focus too much around you know, the thought of, oh, what are they going to do? What are they going to think? What are they going to say? That, that's going to happen anyway, you know? So, yeah, really releasing that has definitely helped me grow because if you don't ask a question and you don't tell somebody that you don't know something, you know, and you just pretend your way along that whole fake it till you make it concept, you can't fake it till you make it. Just fake it and ask questions and be okay with not being the smartest person in the room. Right. Right, when you are, that's the scariest place to be. That's where you're definitely not going to learn or no, grow absolutely. at all. Absolutely, I completely agree. You're never going to learn anything if you don't ask questions, Exactly. Right? There you go. And so, Emily, do you want to share a time with us, like, when you felt uncom- uh, not confident about something? And tell us a bit of a story about when you overcame that. So, I guess a more, you know, recent confidence issue I've been dealing with is relationships. You know, I recently just got out of a relationship and I started dating again and I have found it really hard to find the confidence to just put myself out there again. You know, when someone breaks up with you, it like damages your self-worth a little bit and you, you're really hard on yourself and you're really down on yourself and you're questioning your capabilities, am I good enough, is anyone ever going to like me? And it really just, you know, hurt my confidence. So it's definitely something that I'm working on and I'm improving day by day you know more dates I go on yeah for sure <laughs> she's more. going on some dates out there guys <laughs> fellas we got single beautiful Emily over here <laughs> call us the best life no I'm joking she's not doing that <laughs> um no but so tell us about what you're doing to sort of work through that because I know a lot of people face that issue and right I've definitely been there for sure right so one of my favorite things to do when I'm lacking self-confidence or when I'm nervous is I sit still, I tell myself I am worthy, and then I say the word confident five times in a row, and I get up and just go and do whatever I was afraid of doing. I absolutely love that. <laughs> I'm just like, you know one. what? Whatever. That's just, just do definitely it. Definitely <laughs> one everyone can take away. Yeah. So tell me again. So you say the word confidence, five, oh, you sit still for five seconds first, mm-hmm. and then I say confidence five times, mm-hmm. and then I just get up and Go do whatever I'm scared of. <laughs> it's very similar to the five-second rule. Have you heard of that before? Oh, yeah. The five-second yeah. rule. So it's like, um, for those of you who haven't heard of it, it's a book called The Five-Second Rule by Mel Robbins. And pretty much she talks about like when you get an idea into your head or when your mind thinks of the idea, you've only got five seconds to act upon it. Meaning that within that five seconds, like for example, I'm going to go ask him or her on a day, or um, I'm going to go do this, or something that especially takes confidence, it takes only five seconds for your brain to talk you out of it. 
So if you, you're going to go five, four, three, two, one, and just go do it. That's actually sort of talks about it in a book. Because in between those five seconds, your brain will tell you, you're not good enough, no, you shouldn't, you're going to be embarrassed, I'll forget about it, maybe later, I don't have time right now. There you go. Next minute, you've talked yourself out of doing it. So I really love that. Sit down, five, se- or five seconds of being still, very similar to the five second one. It's a really good one. Mm-hmm. So... In your opinion, and of all the things that we've done and that you've experienced while working with Best Life Being for almost a year now, uh, tell us how do you think Best Life Being, or for the audience or for the customer, how can Best Life Being help you gain your confidence? So, like Julie and I discussed a little bit, Best Life Being has seven different areas of life, right? So, everyone always needs help in all of the seven areas of life maybe not all of them at once but you know one at a time yeah, right sure. so there's always areas of improvement for our confidence so the first area of life that comes to mind is the physical area of life and in that two things that i think of nutrition and exercise so nutrition you know it's an important to achieving your fitness goals because it involves eating right you know balance of vitamins, minerals, and fiber are in team, you know, they're essential for maintaining your fitness, right? Yeah, for sure. But, like, nutrition is supplemental to physical exercise, you know, it's, it's going to help you improve your overall health and maintain the right and appropriate weight. So when it comes to total fitness, you have to take care of your body, mind, and spirit, and, you know, nutrition is part of taking care of the body and the mind. So that brings up the question, how does nutrition help, or good nutrition, <laughs> help gain your confidence? Yeah, absolutely. That's a great question. And what I would say to that is pretty much when you start doing something, you know, your body, your body's going to ask you for what you give it, right? So if you give it heaps of alcohol and stuff like that, it's going to ask for more of that. Um, you know, hence why people can develop bad habits, but in the same exact opposite, people can develop good habits, right? When you start eating right, you know, your body starts to crave all those good things and good nutrients as well. And you start to get lethargic when you don't have those. And when we bring those around to confidence, you start to build momentum, right? You start to see results. And when you start to achieve slight results, that gives you that, you know, momentum, which gives you a heavy hit of confidence that you sort of start to believe in yourself in a sense. Oh, wow, okay, oh, I lost a couple of kilos or pounds or whatever you call them, um, depending on which country you're in. But, you know, once you lose a little bit of that and, and you see that reflection, it begins to sort of go, oh, well, I can actually do this. Whereas you might have been standing so far away from that even belief at some point. And so, yeah, definitely nutrition. And then feeding your brain good food and good vitamins your brain and your body, obviously, um, that's that in itself is already going to, you know, produce the right chemicals and hormones that you need to even have the ability to feel confident. Because it's hard to feel confident when you know you're lethargic or eating a bunch of sugar. Yeah, or you're feeling dizzy or sick or yeah. on the toilet. You know, mate. <laughs> <laughs> All right, let's talk about one of my favorites. Confidence in the financial area of life. So many of us, especially you know, after what's happened in the last year, have either continued on through potential financial problems, you know, being in debt and things like that, or developed them. And so, Emily, what's your take on that? How does that affect your confidence? Yeah. So I definitely think 
you know, finances affect a lot of people's confidence. If you don't have money, you're going to feel unworthy for a lot of things, right? Whether it's a girl, whether it's a car, whether it's a home, you know, people, like, finances are just essential for, yeah. for confidence, right? You know, financial, like, literally is... Uh, Everything, if you can't eat, right? Mm-hmm. You can't, yeah. You feel very confident when you, you know, you can't pay for dinner and stuff like that. That sucks. And, like, I've been in that position myself, and I know a lot of people who have been and are going through it now. And so, I mean, it's obvious why financial stability is good for your confidence, but how can we create that? So I'd start with some financial literacy. You know, it's important because it gives us the knowledge and skills that we need to manage our money effectively. You know, without it, our financial decisions and the actions we take or don't take are going to lack a solid foundation for success. Absolutely. And this one, I don't know if I've already said it on one of the podcasts, but I say it all the time. Guys, like, if you're not willing to invest in yourself, no one is going to invest in you. And why should they? You know what I mean? Every paycheck, you should be putting some sort of amount towards your savings account, really. Putting some money away for a tough time, uh, you know, something going wrong. It might not necessarily be a pandemic. We just happen to all feel it at the same time this one round. But before that, there was people living broke. There was people, you know, not saving, not putting money away. So if you don't value yourself enough to pay yourself, I don't know, like, this is a lesson I definitely had to learn. I was once in $30,000 worth of debt, plus, you know, my car loan and shit, and I couldn't pay it off. Every year, my whole entire salary would barely cover my insurance. So there's no judgment, but you've got to, like, come to a point where you wake up to yourself. And the day that I started investing in myself was the day that, well, it was the first step to financial confidence, right? Because when I had some money in my savings account, I was like, yeah, you know what? I know how to save for I can do it. That was the starting point. Now I'm not talking about put away a whole lot of money. If your paycheck is 50 bucks, put $5 away. Like that's enough. And the other part to it is investing in yourself is educating yourself about money. Like if you don't know anything about money or you know how to do it, how to invest it or what to do with it at all, and you've got no like goals or ambition with it, well, no wonder money isn't high on your values and you're not doing very well in it, right? Like, it's something that I don't put time, energy, and effort into. I'm not very good at. There's no surprises there. And so people, you know, often complaining or, you know, feeling sorry for themselves about not having enough money. But you do have enough. Like, at one point in my 20s, you know, I was literally spending double my salary and still going on about how I don't have enough money. And I still, to this day, meet a lot of people that do. So you do have enough, um, and when I was getting out of debt, I lived on like $60 a week for 52 weeks, and that happened to be enough when I had the desire to get out of debt enough. So yeah, that's one thing I really urge you guys to do. If you, like what, what you said, Emily, like financial literacy, invest in yourself, go out, pay some money to do a course, or save for it first, spend it on doing a course, don't go spending it on you know stuff that you don't value as much, or if you do, then I guess understand that that's why, that's why and how you've decided to value your financial position. But yeah, definitely don't expect other people to invest in you if you're not going to do it for yourself. Mm-hmm. I completely agree with that. Yeah, no, I totally agree. People often think that they need to make more money in order to be financially stable. But at the same time, if you're not putting money aside, 
then how are you going to expect people to pay you more? Like, you're not paying yourself. Why would someone else pay <laughs> yeah. you? Yeah, my boss even once said that to me. Like, why do you think you deserve it? Why should I give it to you if you don't give it to yourself? It's yeah. a good point. Yeah, I completely agree. All right, so let's move on to the intellectual area of life. So as I said before, this was definitely one of my big insecurities, you know, being uncomfortable, you know, feeling that I was the you know, dumbest person in the room. But today, it's the complete opposite. I want to be the dumbest person in almost every room, you know, unless I'm obviously accountable. Uh, so what are, what are your thoughts on the intellectual area of life and how that can affect you or why that's important for your confidence? So I think it's really important to, you know, invest in yourself and go out there and spend time learning, right? Yeah, for sure. Educating yourself is going to give you the confidence and just really drive you in whatever field that you're pursuing. For sure. And I just want to add for all the listeners out there, like, Emily's a great example of this because stuff that she doesn't, like, she came into this new role doing operations manager for us as well. Um, and now she's sort of stepping back from yoga and, you know, we're bringing in new people soon. But so Emily, you know, wasn't always like straight out, knew all the back to front of the business when she came in, um, you know, in particular, because a lot of the behind the scenes stuff um, just happened and she came in and, you know, did her yoga and motivated everyone and did her job at that time. So she does a really great job of going out there and researching and learning what she needs to know so that she has the confidence to walk in the room and be that leader that she needs to be for the rest of the team. So you want to tell us a bit about sort of what motivates you and how you go about doing that? So I definitely want, you know, to set a good example for everyone. I want to have the answer that someone needs if they come to me for it. So I have to, you know, spend the time, you know, doing my research, learning about, you know, digital marketing or learning about just, you know, essentially everything that I need to know about the business, not necessarily only digital marketing. So yeah. The first thing like everything, the whole operation. So it's, it's all very new to me. And yes, I was very intimidated by it in the beginning, but I'm getting to the point slowly, but surely it's not all there yet. And I'm taking baby steps, but <laughs> it definitely feels good when I can finally grasp the concept and, you know, gain that confidence in what I just learned. Yeah, and day by day, like I definitely see it. Um, it just takes time. You build the blocks, and you know we see you getting better every single day. And and same to everybody else out there. Like, go out there, do the research. Maybe spend a few more hours, invest more time into things, and be that expert in the field that you want to be in. You know. And then a lot of the time you'll get you know the good excuse. Oh, you know I want to build my intellectual confidence, I do want to read books, or I do want to have time to get really good at my job. But the thing is, all my friends are going out, and, um, you know, the social area of life then affects you, yeah? Mm-hmm. So that can be very detrimental in different ways, right? Mm-hmm. So there's a couple of ways that people can bring down your confidence. Um, Socially. Yeah, socially. So do you, can you think of any times that people bring you down in your confidence socially? Um, so, yeah, when I was in high school, I was always called out because I was always the girl in the room that would just say it as it is. I didn't really care what other people think. I'm going to do my thing, and I'm just going to be happy, Emily. And people would always just be like, oh, my gosh, that girl's so weird. We're, all, we're not all going to like her. Let's not be friends with her. We're not going to invite her anywhere. And it really just, like, affected 
Mm-hmm. Like my social confidence, it made me feel like no one liked me, like I had no friends, I was yeah. always excluded from things, and it really just like made me feel like socially awkward. And the older I get, the more I realize that I'm actually really awesome, mm-hmm. and that like I'm actually really cool, and that those people were just intimidated by my awesome personality. Exactly, <laughs> you gotta find the reason. So, did you by any chance carry any of that into your early adulthood? Um, from a confidence I, perspective? I don't, I don't know, I think, after high school, I went to college and I didn't really have a lot of friends because I lived at home. So all I did all day was like I worked and I went to school. So not really, but I think once I started making more friends and realized that, like I said, like I am actually pretty awesome and everyone else agreed with me, yeah. that I, you know, I kind of understood that those people were just bullies had their own had their own confidence issues right so they're trying to throw the ball at you Uh and that's that's where bullying really stems from and that was such a great example i'm glad you brought that story (laughs) up because so often like people can make us believe you know we are something whether we like it or not and we may not actually even be that and even if you aren't you can embrace it and it doesn't even have to be a problem even if you are weird same thing for me, when I was younger I used to get bullied in school and all I wanted to do was fit in. Now I'm here in my, with my Australian accent in America, you know, pop that on, get a little extra attention. I love being different, being different is the best. Mm-hmm. Don't ever, you know, hide away from your differences because that's when you can truly find who you are. But one other great point that you made, Emily, was that you said, you know, about the people that sort of brought you down and made you feel that confidence and people can really do that can't they yes because then it was the people that you know saw the beauty in you that also lifted your confidence too Mm -hmm. so think about that when you talk to other people and you know I mean we all screw up at this time and time again we all have our moods and our own emotions and our own things going on in our heads but you know something that you say to someone might heavily make or break their confidence so you've got to be super conscious of that. You know, none of us are coming from a bad or mean place necessarily. Sometimes we're just not thinking about it. Mm-hmm. Um, and then the other part is to choose your friends very wisely. Oh, yeah, absolutely. You know, because if you're surrounding yourself with people who bring you down, um, that's definitely, that's just total negativity for you. That's going to be your confidence like there's nothing else. I'll tell you guys a good one. Um, I was writing my book, well, actually when I first got the idea to write my book, the, you know, I went and told a few of my friends, and I didn't really, like, have the best crowd at that time, I would say, and not because they were bad people, and not because they wanted to ruin my life, actually, it was because of their own fears and insecurities, and so when I went and told, like, my best friend of, I don't know, 10 years or something, we grew up together, when I told her, you know, I really love, like, writing and I love you know sharing my stories and helping people with that I think there's something I want to do I want to write a book you know what she said to me she said Julia only really successful people write books who's going to want to read your book and do you know what that did it actually stopped me from writing from even starting the book for a solid two years the book wasn't published probably till about five years later from maybe that conversation. But it wasn't just her, you know, it was a lot of my friends around me. And whether I put off the perception that I'm not smart enough or whether it was their own fears and limiting beliefs that um, 
sort of inspired them to give me that advice. I do truly believe that, you know, my friend was a good person and she was just trying to protect me from getting hurt. Uh, but it doesn't matter the why. The point is if we let it affect our confidence, that's something that it can really do. And so now five years later, in just a couple of weeks, it hit number one on Amazon charts. Actually, within less than 24 hours, number one on Amazon charts. And then within a couple of weeks, it was an international bestseller. So to, the, to answer the question of who's going to read my book, um, yeah, there was over like 10,000 people that read my book. So, but I let it stop me, you know what I mean? I, and I could have never written that book because my confidence got so damaged. So that's one big message I want to leave out there for you, for you guys is that don't ever let anybody tell you what you can and can't do um, and just always tell yourself you can because what's the worst that can happen? Like even Beyonce, for example, some cra crazy thing happens with her and people forget about it in a week. You don't have to worry about it. You're not going to carry it for the rest of your life. Publish your book, write your song, become that athlete, start that business, do whatever it is that you're truly, deeply passionate about. And yeah, people aren't going to believe in you, but who cares? You're the only one who really needs to, and everything else will fall into place. So Emily, I know you're a little social butterfly out there. <laughs> this girl is amazing when it comes to confidence. So tell us, give us, I don't know, your top five tips for how you can actually practice something that people can take home and go and do tomorrow to build their social confidence. Um, okay, so one of my favorite ones is to just step outside of your comfort zone. Oh, I love it. So, like, if you see a situation and you're intimidated by it, just get up and just go do it. Because, you know, when you, the first time you do it, mm -hmm. you're going to realize after, oh, you know what, that really wasn't even that bad. Yeah. I think I want to do it again. Exactly. I'm going to go do it again. That's it. <laughs> like, what's the worst actual thing that can happen? Nothing. Exactly. Another thing, I love to surround myself with other people who are more confident than me because then they egg me on, right? Because they're like, Emily, why can't you do that? I'm like, you know what? You're right. I can do that. <laughs> exactly. <laughs> yes. I love it. Another one, I guess this is just my inner yogi, but I love to meditate, you know, taking time to clear your mind and rid yourself of your negative thoughts. Mm -hmm. You know, it can really just boost your confidence overall. Yeah, get yourself into alignment. Get rid of all that anxiety that's going on in your head for sure. Yeah, of course. Um, but you can also just, you know, make plans and, and and just like invite people. Like if you have social anxiety, you're afraid of going out to hang out with people or just like going out of the house in general, like take initiative. Mm -hmm. Reach out to that friend. Do it. Go get drinks. Go exactly. get a happy hour. <laughs> Maybe call somebody that, you know, you're potentially mad at and just apologize and try and figure it out. That's a good one. Yeah. Oh, that goodness. takes a lot of confidence, I'm telling you. <laughs> and your fifth one? So my fifth one, learn from your mistakes and, you know, turn them into learning opportunities. Yeah, make them a positive for sure. Exactly. What is a mistake, really, yeah. in the big scale of things? Nothing. I is love such thing yeah. as a mistake. Well, you make mistakes, but my favorite thing to do after a mistake is to go back and be like, so what did I learn from that? Like, yeah. how can I improve that situation, you know? And at the, at the end of the day, like, there is really no such thing as failure. There's just figuring out which ways aren't going to work. And I can guarantee you that, like, in my time, the plans that I made, if I hadn't, like, 
the vision that I created, even like for the book, for Best Life Thing, um, you know, for everything, the company, the organization, if I hadn't failed all those times, trust me, my vision and idea or ideas would never be as amazing as they are today because it's those failures that make you go, oh, okay, whatever, I don't, you know, I don't think that's like that great or no, nah, that didn't work out, whatever, like people aren't into that or that's not really the way to help people. And so then when you fail, yeah, okay, it might cost a bit of money and, you know, you might fall on your ass and it might hurt a little bit, but you get to turn around and then, you know, try something new. And when you try something new, you find bigger, bolder, better ideas. And I guarantee you that, like, if I could rewind 10 years ago and, like, tell you what my book was going to be about, which was like, oh, I just want to write a book on how to find happiness, to now it being, like, you know, actually, like, specific tangible ways on how you can create and live your dreams and make them actually come true in real life and then overcome your own limiting beliefs and to then the business that it is today you know from little australia sydney to all the way beautiful big miami beach and our office space and you know the wonderful team that got sent from heaven to me like that idea was nothing. I'm so glad I failed a million times and came up with 50 better ones, right? There's no such thing as failure. It's just figuring out what doesn't work, really. I love that. So that pretty much brings us to the end of this episode. Thank you guys all so much for joining us. And thank you, Emily, for joining us again with all your wonderful wisdom. Oh, thanks for having me. And before we go... Guys, if you're out there struggling with any confidence issues, we are here to help. Uh, Emily is also taking on some coaching clients as well. So reach out to us. You can email us at either Emily or Julia at bestlifing.com. That's our email addresses. Or visit our website, which is www.bestlifing.com. Hit us up on social media. We're on all the pages. And we promise to get back to you and help you build your confidence. If that's an issue that you're struggling with, we definitely, we can give you a lot more tips. We did have two more areas of life that we ran out of, we ran out of time for. That's it for today. Thank you for joining us. If you enjoyed the Best Lifing Show and you want to get in touch, you can find and follow us on all social platforms or visit our website, bestlifing.com. Be sure to subscribe to our podcast and leave a review. Till next time, mates. Stay, Stay blessed, blessed and best lifing. lifing.